B&H Gold. Well, hello and welcome to the latest episode of B&H Gold with me, B. And that's me, H. Yes, it is. And we are looking at the happier side of life, things that make you feel a little bit warm and snuggly inside as the nights are drawing in. Just things to brighten your day a little bit, because as Howard says, there's too much to focus on that's negative. We're not about the negative. It's all about the little bits of joy in your life. And I'm going to tell you one of the things that makes me really happy. Is it rude? No, oh, well. no. Of course it's not. Why, why would you jump straight there? I don't why? know. It's just a thought. <sighs> anyway, and this has been ever since I was a young child. If you go to the library and you get a load of books that you really can't wait to read and that feeling of knowing you've got a whole pile of books to get through, love it. Okay, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I'm, yeah, see, I, I have a sort of curious relationship with reading and I love books. Our house is absolutely chock full of them. But I sort of, because I fall asleep so readily, if I try and read a book when most people do when I go to bed, I just read the same chapter over and over and over again. Now, having been to your house, you are a loo reader, aren't you? Yes, yes. A bit of bogside reading. Um, can't beat it. There's always a good pile of reading matter by the loo. I notice some people use it when they, you know, visitors come. So it's not just me. So the downstairs loo, it's got like its own little bookshelf. On the One side. of my favourites in your downstairs loo is the Times book of um it must be just about people and, and people through the ages or something like that i seem to recall that one absolutely right it's still there they brought it out a while back it's a, a a feature which still goes in the sunday times magazine on the back page or the inside back page and it's called a uh, um, a life in the day of and it is exactly that so they have various people of all sorts some really famous lewis hamilton or someone like that or it might be a charity worker or government worker or someone in radio tv etc etc and they are just interviewed and just detail an average day for them, quite literally, what time they normally get up, what they like to have for breakfast, how they go from there, da-da-da-da-da, and it is absolutely fascinating. There is something wonderful about well-known figures doing something like that and you feeling like you're getting to know them a little bit and trying to imagining them. Getting to them. know you, yeah. getting to know oh. all about you. Well, yeah. can no, I, I'm, I'm addicted. Can I read you something? Okay, so thinking about things that make you happy, and one of them might be if you have lost something that's very precious might upset you a little bit but that feeling when it's found again okay so I just want you to imagine that and this letter from Gerard Gilligan who lives uh, in Liverpool Mm -hmm. on Merseyside Mm -hmm. was sent uh, to me in the newsroom and um, it was just so lovely I just wanted to share it with you so here you go He says, I have been compelled to write to you following the recent recovery of a treasured sun hat, which has been an important part of a family holiday to the Isle of Man last week during the hot weather. Incidentally, this was written a little while ago. Just imagine the hot weather. When the hot weather was hot. While travelling on the Manx Electric Railway between Doon, Glen, Holt and Ramsey, I unfortunately lost my beloved sun hat, which was removed from my head by a strong gust of wind. That's easy to imagine. Sadly, I was unable to recover said hat at that time and thus resolved it had been lost into the magnificent scenery on May's sunny but windy coastal journey. However, the following day, after a trip to visit Snay Fell via the Mountain Railway, I travelled to Ramsey again, this time from Laxey. During this journey, I did look out for my sun hat in the unlikely event it would be seen and perhaps recovered. But during the journey, I noted the tram driver did make a stop, a few stations from Ramsey, which I assumed was to allow a passenger to disembark. However, once we arrived at Ramsey, I discovered the driver, assisted by the conductor, had in fact stopped to recover a sun hat, which was found lying on the side of the track and it had been there overnight. On being directed to the driver and the recovered hat by my wife and family, I was happily reunited with my sun hat, which had protected my thinning head from bright hot sunlight for many years, and I may say, during recent record UK temperatures. 
I therefore wish to place on record my sincere thanks and appreciation to the crew of the tram service to and from Ramsey, Douglas, via Laxey on the afternoon of Wednesday, August 17th for their passenger care and well-being. I'd like to thank the station manager at the turnaround point at Douglas who very kindly unlocked his ticket office and allowed a retired person like me with failing personal plumbing to use the gentleman's toilet. My recent holiday on the Isle of Man was my ninth visit in the past 20 years and it will certainly not be my last. I would ask please the enclosed thank you card is passed on to all the staff of the MEA Railway with again my very best wishes and thanks. An unforgettable story with a happy ending during a time of great stress and uncertainty for many at the moment. How lovely is that? Top work. And you know, that's it, isn't it? Those little things that you are grateful for just make such a difference when you pass that on to somebody else. Because can you imagine how lovely to get that letter down at the MEA? And that is really, they stop for the sun hat. Where else would that happen? You know what? I I, uh, have a similar story from years ago, um, but it was a walking stick. Uh, I was meeting, we're going out walking uh, and going up to Laxey. So we picked up the tram over by the uh, Strathallan Crescent there and tootled out to uh, Laxey. And I had my little backpack, you know, with my marmalade sandwiches and things and my walking stick. And uh, midway, and it was on one of those toast rack, you know, the open-sided ones, we're going out there and I was just sort of moving around and I sort of had my walking stick in front of me and it suddenly sort of slipped down and just rattled off the side of the tram into the track. And I thought, um, and so I mentioned it and we went back and had a look for it and however exactly the same as the gentleman there whilst I couldn't I did go looking for it myself and couldn't find it I then went back to the station later on that day I think or the next day and said don't suppose and said oh yes one of the drivers spotted a stick there and stopped and picked it up here it is brilliant my son came back from holiday recently and very kindly had bought me a present at duty free some perfume as well. that yeah. i like no he managed to leave it on the plane so just assumed that there was no chance of it being recovered phoned anyway but yet it was the only thing that had been left on the plane that day and they'd had it but it's just that, that feeling isn't it and it's just also the wonderful synchronicity of um gerard word. being on the tram on the time that it was stopped to pick up love it that uh, is true. It puts a smile on your face and makes you feel good in these dark times. As do any silly stories that you spot around. Uh, do let us know, by the way. You can also drop us a line at any time. Howard Kane at MaxRadio.com or Beth Espy at MaxRadio.com if you've got a silly His story. Is to spell. Or something to make you smile. How do you spell yours then? E-S-P-E-Y. It's only taken you 20 years, yeah, isn't it? That's pretty good, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, I like the look of this one. Another one of these ones where people with famous names on Twitter accounts. You see about, about oh, Liz, I know what's Liz coming. Trussell. Oh, Liz that's Truss. brilliant. Uh, and so, yes, this lady who has the hashtag, yes, uh, Trust Liz, I think she is, isn't she? Or Liz Truss. And people were thinking she was the new Conservative Party leader. And so she'd been answering emails and, people, and getting emails thinking from people thinking she was the Prime Minister. And she's not. She's actually Liz Trussell. But it just has at Liz Truss. And so, yes, she'd had things like the... Um, I think Caroline Lucas, the co-leader of the Green Party, put a stinging attack out there on saying how Boris Johnson didn't get it and Liz Truss still doesn't get it. And she's campaigned as a right-wing ideologue. Another Twitter user said, yeah, and I bet she likes cake, to which she replied, as the apparent prime minister, yeah, I love cake, (laughs) which is very (laughs) fine. The Swedish prime minister texted her, or at least tweeted to her, thinking she was tweeting to the prime minister. And uh, yes, Miss Trussell Texted back, looking forward to visit soon. Get the meatballs ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just Which just was a great brilliant. one. Uh, there's another one which she takes a preach, sister, to someone else. I just loved all those ones. And uh, Her Late Majesty as well. Before, obviously, she passed away. I think this had been a little bit earlier in the summer before Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II disappeared. <laughs> I think. Sorry. I hope so. <laughs>
<laughs> However, she suggested that she was quite close to the Queen and texted back to someone saying, yeah, me and Queen lived with Defo B besties. <laughs> Love it. Oh. Um, you can now do a course, I notice as well, at the University of Texas on the Taylor Swift songbook. So you can take your choice. You can either study literary giants such as Chaucer, Shakespeare, Coleridge, or other authors available, but some of the literary giants, or you can do an entire course studying the work of Taylor Swift. Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah, the course will use the songwriting of pop music icon Taylor Swift to introduce literary critical reading and research methods, basic skills for work in English literature and other humanities disciplines. That They're shakes w- it up a bit, doesn't it? Focus. Do you get it? Yeah. You get it? Yeah, I didn't think you'd get that. Honestly. Oh my gosh. She's on fire. You're almost like you're down with the kids there. I think I almost got it. I almost oh. got it. Yeah, it's going to focus on Swift's music and the cultural context in which it and her career are situated oh. and will consider frameworks for understanding gosh. her work such as poetic form, style and history. Yeah. Right then. Is that good enough? Yeah. Um, Swiftly moving on. Do you see the seal who surrendered at a police station? A, uh, a grey seal wandered into a Massachusetts pond and then they tried to, you know, catch it. So in Shoe Pond it was, the animal believed to travel from the sea via a river and drainage pipes. It was called Schubert. Firefighters and wildlife experts used boats and giant nets and spent hours trying to capture Schubert, but gave up after five or six hours. But early on Friday morning, Schubert left the pond, crossed a parking lot and appeared at the side door of the local police station, according to a police statement, looking for help. Oh, bless him. (laughs) I really like that. And, and finally, the um, do you ever look at the ignobles, the ones where people are doing serious research into stuff? Okay. But it's just sort of weird. Right. And there's always one. So this year, some of the ignoble um, nominations is a something looking at why ducklings follow in a row behind their mother ducks, which is quite nice. Um, another lady who's looking at why their uh, constipated scorpions uh, affects their sex life. Uh, apparently, how do you um, know a constipated scorpion is constipated? Well, it's uh, this is oh lord, they've all got very difficult names. Uh, Solimeri Garcia Hernandez and Glauco Machado of the University, that might not be right, of Sao Paulo in Brazil won the biology ignoble for studying whether constipation ruins a scorpion's sex life. Well, you imagine it possibly would Problem because you ever, you ever had or no? What, wait, which, which part are you asking about there? Well, not the scorpion, obviously. <laughs> Have you ever been? No. Uh, scorpions can detach a body part to escape a predator, is what it's all about, a process called autonomy. But when they lose their tails, they also lose basically the end of their digestive tract, so they get constipated. Oh, dear. Uh, and then uh, they eventually die because oh, they yeah, they can't go yeah, for that's... poo. And uh, they, um, well, that's not very jolly. They're not up for, um, you know. Rumpy pumpy. A, a bit of, that's yeah. what you were going to say, Could isn't you have it? Rumpy pumpy as a scorpion. Um, you can't really imagine a scorpion rumpy pumping. You'd think no, it'd be you a bit can't. Sort It'd of... be a bit of sting in the tail, that one. Stinging somewhere. Exactly no, so. Probably take that out. Exactly so. <laughs> I'm liking it. Um, That's what he said. You got, no. You got a sunny but, smile. You got a sunny smile at all? Anyone, anyone little smile or someone beam that's actually lit up your day in recent weeks? Oh, no, I'm struggling with that one. Um, I'm going to go for my newly 13-year-old, it was his birthday, uh, who was over the moon. There's this very expensive item of clothing that he's wanted for ages and it was it could only ever be it was a coat ah. only could ever be a birthday present thing and knowing what sort of parents he has was very uh <laughs> disbelieving that he'd ever ever get it but we decided right. for his birthday and then yes yeah, so he was very happy he can be my sunny smile this week lovely he didn't leave it on the plane did he no no, no that was okay. the other one that was i'll, the other I'll one. go from my my friend allison who we're, we're doing a little staycation with coming up this weekend 
who is one of those ones who is permanently, I'm sure she gets miserable like, like uh, everyone else, probably not as miserable as me. But if she does, she never lets on. She's Aww. always one of those ones that, you know, even if you're feeling really sort of, I oh, can't be bothered, she's, hey, yeah, great, come on. And always has a big smile and always looks on the positive side of things and it's always glass half full rather than half empty. Like oh, I lovely. Am. Yeah, so I'll, I'll nominate Alison. Ali, as I used to know, but she likes to be Alison now, so I'll give her a proper name. There we go. How about that? Um, a food stuff which I really enjoyed this week was something I cut out of a magazine and, you know, I see a recipe and I think, well, have a go at that. Sometimes they're absolute rubbish. This one was delicious, as witnessed by uh, Christy Dehaven, who also pronounced it one of the nicest things I've ever given a tweet, in the oh, nicest sense. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, and it was a chocolate almond and uh, sea salt cake. Oh, that does sound yummy. Um, I'll go for the raclette we had for said birthday. Raclette. Love a raclette with all that cheese and, oh, delicious. Can't go wrong. Um, I'll have a quick rummage in the bloopers file just to see if there's anything here. And the weather today, mainly dry and largely cloudy with the breast of the brightness later in the day. Sean Cowper there, making a bit of a tit of herself. And um, you're going to leave us with a, a... You better leave us with something upbeat musically. Something okay. to put a smile on the face, keep the feet going, lift the heart, etc, etc. Well, since we were talking about her and she's such a literary giant, Tell let's have right. Shake It Off. Sh- shake It shake it Off. Yeah. Shake It Off. Right. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I see out too late. Got nothing in my brain.
shake, shake, shake. H don't condone smoking or any other dirty habits that are bad view other than the ones Beth likes. Any similarity between the podcast B&H Gold and the Benton and Hedges cigarette of the same name is intentional and done purely for comic effect, albeit piss poor. Beth Espy is the registered trade name of Beth Espy Enterprises, available for voiceovers, corporate hosting, TV shows about cars, talking about motorbikes with greasy biker types, and looking after other people's children, but not at the same time. H is the first letter of Howard Kane. The series is sponsored by no one at all. It isn't likely to be. Alex Brindley loves trains.